You're listening to Comedy Central. Stacey Abrams, welcome back to the Daily Social Distancing Show. <laughs> Thank you for having me again. The last time you were on the show, for many Americans, it seemed like everything was lost. We were at the heights of the George Floyd protests. Donald Trump was, I mean, just Donald Trump. And coronavirus was going up in a way that we couldn't have even imagined could get worse. Speaking to you today, Joe Biden is now officially in the White House. Donald Trump is back playing golf where he was when he was president, but not as president. And coronavirus is still going up. So it's, I guess, one out of three right now. Are you happy with how things are going? How are you doing today? I'm I'm incredibly grateful for where we are in two ways. One, we now have a president who can actually address the death toll that coronavirus is wreaking across the country, can make certain that communities that have been left out of just simply getting basics will suddenly, and I think for the first time, have access to the support and resources they need. I am deeply, deeply grateful that Donald Trump is out of the White House. I'm a little annoyed that he's just south of where I live. But, you know, we're America. He gets to live where he wants. Uh, But I think more than anything, we have an opportunity for hope that we haven't had in a very long time. And I'm just pleased that Georgia got to be a part of making it so. Many people have credited the work that you've done in Georgia. What I've appreciated, though, is how when Georgia flipped, the first thing you did was thank all the other people who made it possible. Walk me through that. Is, is it very strange for you to be almost like the Iron Man of this thing? And then you, you have to keep telling people, yes, but Spider-Man also helped and so did uh, Black Panther and, and so did every single other person in the Marvel universe? I, 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 I'm grateful for the, the support and the accolades. And I understand just how relieved people feel. And it's important often to identify a focal point I've been privileged to you know, be a part of building this apparatus over a decade. I've been you know, pretty good at you know, publicly begging for money for our state and being the hype man for Georgia. And so I appreciate the attention and the recognition, but I do think it's always essential that you recognize all of the component pieces because you know, grassroots organizing and political organizing are two facets of how you put together the infinity stone that actually delivers us, you know, from, you know, Thanos into justice. So this is, I know, and for all the Marvel, you know, acolytes, <laughs> I know I completely butchered that a little bit, but you got what I meant. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm so pleased to be a part of this pantheon that got good done. And it is my responsibility to always lift up those who have been doing this work. Because the minute we start to believe our own hype, we believe the accolades that they belong solely to us, that's the beginning of someone like a Donald Trump. That's the beginning of something like the modern day Republican Party, where you lose the sense of who you are trying to be what people say they think you should be. What do you think it is about black women that are that people see as magic, but black women see as almost a necessity? Because You know, I I look at South Africa's history, and obviously you had the likes of Nelson Mandela that everybody knows about, but then you had all of the women, you know, like Winnie Mandela, et cetera, who fought for the struggle and didn't get as many accolades. The same thing happened in America. You look at the civil rights movement and how many women have either been erased or overlooked when talking about the story of America achieving democracy. When you look at the, the fight that is happening right now, there's no denying that everywhere around the country, black women are at the forefront of trying to get America to be as progressive as possible. What do you think that comes from? 
that black women tend to bear the brunt of every evil and bear the responsibility for every failure. And so our response, our only response has to be that we're going to push harder, fight longer and recognize that we will go unrecognized. But that said, I, I, I want to expand the conversation a bit because for communities, Latino communities that are you know, languishing in spaces where they are not respected, mm-hmm. I think it's something that women do. I think that we have communities, Asian American, Pacific Islander communities, Native American communities, where women are often the, the leaders, the lost leaders. We are the ones who do the work. We rarely get the credit, but we understand the consequences. And that's really what drives us. And certainly black women in this moment deserve every accolade and every plaudit. But I also want to make sure that we think about all the other women of color and white women who have entered the space where they are from places of marginalization and disadvantage, because men seem to be men no matter which race they're in. <laughs> and so women, I think it's just critical for us to, to not only lift up black women, to lift up women of color, to lift up women when we do right, right. but to recognize that we're also always in coalition trying to get this done. So then the big question is, where does Stacey Abrams go from here? What is the job? Everyone has a job for you. I mean, <laughs> some people want you to run for president. Some people want you to uh, take up the mantle in Georgia. You know, some people say, Stacey Abrams, you've got to keep going for Georgia. Georgia is the future, so you should be the governor. I know that you've publicly said that you won't be running, but my question to you is, why wouldn't you run for governor of Georgia? Well, so my first jobs, I need to get people to buy my last book, Our Time Is Now, that tells the story of how we build these things. But my job is to, I am going to continue to focus on Georgia, focus on redistricting, focus on the fact that already Brad Rafsenberger is agitating and advocating for rolling back voting rights, focus on the work we have to still do to make certain that COVID recovery actually recognizes the disproportionate effect that COVID has had on a state like Georgia, where you have such high populations of communities of color and no public health infrastructure to speak of. I may run for office again. I haven't decided what I'm going to do politically, but I know that my work is here. My focus is now. And my mission is to help lift the South, starting here in Georgia. Donald Trump was a common cause that people were fighting against. Joe Biden is now going to be the president who has to answer and address many of the issues that many Americans are facing. You don't agree with everything that Joe Biden says or does. And... I mean, that's, that's part of politics. What are some of the issues that you want to see him addressing? What are some of the things that you feel Joe Biden and his administration need to push for immediately? I think he's made the right first steps by focusing on COVID and COVID relief. We have to recognize that the disproportionate infection rate, the disproportionate death rate, the disproportionate loss of income has affected communities of color and women in ways that will continue to reverberate through our economy They are starting early on that issue, and I think that's the right start. Number two, we've got to restore our democracy. Defeating Donald Trump was simply attacking one of the symptoms. We've got to fix the disease, which is this Republican insistence that the way to win elections is to keep citizens from voting. And that's a solvable problem, and they know we have the bills ready to go. And then number three, climate action. The fact that he has tapped John Kerry to be an emissary on this issue, the fact that he is really populated his cabinet with people like Jennifer Granholm who understand how we can take climate action and turn it into job creation, turn it into community opportunity, turn it into environmental justice. Those are the first three things that we focus on. And I think overarching all of that is making certain that we embed 
racial justice in every one of these conversations because racial justice cuts across every one of these issues. And if we do it right, we can start to finally reckon with who we are and what we can become. After every victory, there's a moment of celebration. Uh, after hard work, there's a moment where you reap your rewards. Is Stacey Abrams going on a, on a vacation? I know it's hard in a pandemic. There's not many places you can go, but Georgia has like beautiful lakes and you've got beautiful like areas you can, are you gonna take some time off or, or I you just am. watch Scott? I am so excited. My younger sister, Leslie, likes to bother the dickens out of me because I don't vacation effectively. <laughs> um, but I am going on vacation and I am so excited and I need the rest. I, I what do you do? What do you do on vacation? What does Stacey Abrams do on vacation? Are I'm you one of the, are you the like sit down, read a book, do nothing type, like on a beach type thing? Or are you the like kayak on like a, on like a river type person? Who are you? I, I, kayaking on a river is what you do when you're on an active vacation with people who know how to do the balance. But I'm going on vacation <laughs> by myself and I will be reading. I will occasionally roll over and maybe watch something on TV and then roll back over and start the next book. And I'm going to take really, really long naps. I am so excited about sleeping. Well, enjoy the naps. Uh, enjoy the reading. And um, I'm excited to see what this, the future of Stacey Abrams holds. Thank you so much for joining us again on the show. Trevor, thank you for having me again. You're fantastic. The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Ears Edition. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and the Comedy Central app. Watch full episodes and videos at thedailyshow.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And subscribe to The Daily Show on YouTube for exclusive content and more. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.